Welcome to Hops and Handshakes, uh, episode six. I am your host, Isaac Oswald of 21 Handshake. We were here at Harmony Hall off of 401 Stocking. I remember that. It's good. We have a couple astute guests here from the Better Business Bureau here in West Michigan. To my left, we have Chris Palmer. And to my left or left, we have John Masterson. Boys, welcome to Hops and Handshakes. Let's do a little cheers. Cheers to you. Thank cheers. you. Having us. Good deal. So how's it going? It's going, man. Yeah. Our business bureau is growing, and yeah, yeah, picking up more steam. So perfect. Everything's moving perfect. Right direction. Perfect. Dive into that. All right. Give me like a synopsis of what the BBB does here in West Michigan. So the Better Business Bureau is kind of the intermediary between consumers and businesses, as well as charities and donors. And so we kind of work to inform consumers on how to find uh, good, reputable businesses, sure. donors, good, reputable charities, and then on the flip side, you know, how to be a better business, how to work with ethics, and then same with charities as well, kind of making sure they're up to best practices as, and standards. Okay, so like a large filter, basically, mm-hmm. for, the, for, the, for the entire area. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So Chris, you said you had some meetings this morning. I did, what kind yeah. Of fun stuff are you up there that you're allowed to share? You know, there's a lot of high secretive stuff. Yeah, going super, on. super secretive. Sure. No, so I'm I run the foundation side mm-hmm. of the Better Business Bureau, and the foundation side is more focused on the outward, the outward attention of the BDB. So sure, in terms sure. of um, educating uh, the public, in terms of helping and walking alongside businesses to help them become better businesses, but then also with charities as well. And so okay. there's this overall theme of how do we make West Michigan, the most trustworthy place in the U.S., um, and the BDB wants to be part of that movement within Absolutely. not only Grand Rapids but also within West Michigan. Absolutely. What do you guys struggle? I mean, so obviously, if you can tell by looking at them, younger guys, and I think a lot of people hear the BBB, and it's maybe a brand that's been around for a long time. Maybe, maybe a deeper, historically a deeper association with the baby boomer generation versus the, we'll say, two generations under it because millennial is almost like a curse word now, but we'll say, we'll say, yeah, so you guys find that as a challenge or is it also, you know, slash opportunity? I mean, what, what does day to day look like with that? So it's definitely a challenge. I mean, obviously low hanging fruit is the older generations that grew up without the internet. Sure. Um, now it's Angie's List, Yelp, Home Advisor. We're just competing against a lot of different channels and different um, services that offer something similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but absolutely we view millennials as kind of the, the next generation. So we want to capture them and then grow with them so that we build that brand overall. Um, that said, millennials have short attention spans, and it's sometimes hard to get in front of them or stay in front of them, and so that's definitely a huge opportunity, but also a struggle to kind of get them. But you're engaged. working pretty diligently on that with the on the social media side, content side, and that's a lot of your day to day, correct? Yep, a lot of the day to day is uh, yeah, social media. It's where people are. It's where people are talking. And so if we can insert ourselves in that communication, um, we can be there and provide useful information, inform people help people and yeah kind of we take that holistically through search engine um, email and the whole nine yards so and you're spending a fair amount of time helping uh, your accredited businesses as well right? yep. okay because not everybody's got it figured out in, in that realm as well 
Right. So, yep, we have to do it as an organization for our own purposes, but yeah, we also want to help people do better business. And so these are a lot of, you know, one to ten employee type businesses that have a lot of room to grow and, sure. and need sure. more employees to sure. do marketing or, or whatever it is. So, yeah, we definitely help as kind of that extra arm, that extra outsourced service uh, for these businesses. Gotcha. And I would add to that, too, in terms of the principles of the BBB and how far, I mean, it's a 105-year-old organization. Mm -hmm. um, it's been around for a long time, especially in West Michigan. I think we're 80 years in West Michigan yeah. alone. Um, but there is this gap, this U35, so under 35, are not truly aware of what the BBB is, where right. it's come from, the right. history of the BBB. Um, and so there's kind of a double-edged sword, mm -hmm. you know, as we push out into the community with this new campus and this new building, um, you know, how do we invite our community back into the BBB? At the end of the day, as a, as a nonprofit, this is our community's better business bureau, right? It's funded by the businesses, it's funded by the community to be a service and a public service to the community. So I think giving the opportunity to say, hey, let's take these principles of trust, which is what the foundation is built, or the BBB is built upon, and reframe them for a new generation. Um, our generation needs to understand what trust is in a whole new way, especially now, today. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm sure they're thankful to have you guys. You guys, you guys uh, wear the same shirt. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well dressed. Well dressed. They do not uniform themselves. I tell you, they do not uniform themselves. So, uh, you talked about a building. So, you guys are going on through this endeavor of a, of a new building, a new space. Um, you know, you're, you're, I know you're a little far off quite a bit in, in the process right now, but are, what are you looking to, you've both have been very active at due to age and all the like that and, and background and that stuff. What are you looking to achieve with that? I mean, besides uh, functionality, because ours is kind of crammed right now, uh, we want it to be somewhere that we can invite businesses, invite consumers or charities sure. and be proud about it. Yep. Have them come in and then get something useful from us, leave, go out and welcome. Place that deal. So we want it to be functional and, and usable. And so this will yeah, be open and transparent and great place. So give me the season, or give me the date, give me the season in which this building will be open. Hold on a second, I just got a phone call. That it, I think it turned off my recorder. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's fine. <laughs> so I just, no, I just restarted. <laughs> no, you're good. Okay. We don't know where that's for. We don't edit this shit. We, we, anyway. you, don't, you don't edit this? Oh, no, I'm no, sorry no, about no, that. No, you're fine. Um, they would edit me way too much. It would take way too long. <laughs> which um, season do you want to talk which about? Which it's season should we open? Which season will the new building be winter, open? Winter. So, so yeah, I mean, at the end of the, at the end of the year, um, the it, sh it should coordinate really well with our torch award events. And All right. Well, end of year. And right. late end of year. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. End of year. Awesome. All right. Aside from the BBB. Um, Talk to me, and this might make you talk to me about uh, whether it could be at the BBB or something else that you've done in your life. Talk to me about something you know you put more work in and were able to, through a grind, achieve a better result than average. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right. You first. Um, Can I nod the same, wear the same shirt? Yeah. God, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I look at, so my background has been more in the startup world for the last um, mm -hmm. seven or eight years or so, and it's been, it's been fun kind of watching this idea of taking a concept from a journal um, and 
beginning to build the pieces to a company that's sustainable. Um, and it is not, um, it's not always like up and to the right, as they say, right? So when you're starting a company, you want to be up and to the right. So it's not yeah. always up and to the right. In many you, ways. You didn't have the hockey stick company? No, I mean, I don't think the hockey stick probably exists in life. Um, you know, and I think the idea of, you know, those, those early conversations with those people truly does matter. Um, and looking back in hindsight, you know, a couple of different companies looking back in hindsight, those were the conversations that actually framed a lot of the story and the narrative of what you're actually living into. So not only does it become about the company that you're creating, but also who are you becoming through that process? Because it is a grind. Um, and I think if you start out with a, a really beautiful narrative or a beautiful destination, and you have the right people around you and the right resources around you, I mean, at the end of the day, you might be become a better person as well, even though you're creating something of value. So that's, um, I'm not gonna let you speak yet. Uh, <laughs> it's tough to follow up. <laughs> no, it's, it, it's so, uh, the, doing something like that, a startup or a new business or an entrepreneurship, it, uh, it, it tends to feel like, a, like you're the maverick, right? The lone ranger type of person, so to speak. Yeah. And having the people around you is so important. Now, there's cer certainly things that you witnessed that you had to go through alone, that growing process that you can't be, well, once I get here, I'll work on that. No, 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 no. You got to grow yeah, that, at that point. That right? never arrives either. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, you'll, be, the, you'll be waiting for that train for a long well, time. Well, it's, it's really interesting, too. Like, I mean, I think some of those important uh, milestones or waypoints, as I call them, when you're starting a company, um, oftentimes when you're going so fast, even if you succeed at one of those waypoints, sometimes you're already on the next thing. Oh, yeah. You never even celebrate those moments. And so it's really important with your team yes. um, to actually pause and say, hey, yes, like we wanted to go here, we got yes. here, and then we did it. Yes. Um, and I know, part of us, we always just want to keep moving, keep moving. If you're not growing, you're dying type of mentality. Absolutely. But there is an idea of pausing. and, and Moving forward and, or backward, one of the two, not in between, but yeah. gotcha. John? Um, Mine's not nearly as character-based and whatnot, but at least from a marketing standpoint, um, every business everywhere is marketing all the time. Sure. Um, they do it in any number of ways, and kind of my daily grind, if you want to call it, is finding ways to do it better than them or do it in a different, unique way. Sure. And so that grind of staying competitive but also setting the pace and maybe leading the charge is, is a constant grind where you're just learning from other people and kind of adapting it for our uses. Um, one of those things, you know, I thought just plugging away at social media would be the answer, but kind of turning things around, it's become more of a communi communications piece where we're really reaching out to consumers, businesses, charities, okay. and okay. kind of engaging them and involving them. So, yeah, it takes a little time, but you learn a little like bit There's no here. blueprint to that. And what you're doing is you're trying to capture attention and do it in a positive light and, and hoping when you capture that attention you can put your brand, you as a person or whatever, in a positive light in some kind of way, in a helpful, useful light, right? Exactly. And as soon as somebody's got one thing figured out, it migrates next to because that's the one thing. Like we're constantly trying to, as users of, of any technology or as people looking at billboards or whatever, we're constantly trying to ignore things we don't want to see. So the hardest thing is actually giving somebody material, giving somebody a message that they actually do want to see and want more of. Mm -hmm. And one size does not fit all. Yep. Right? Does not. <laughs> Your shirts might, you know, or look yeah. like the same size. And the, the same <laughs> you got a great look. But that's shirt about on. it. Great <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll move on from that. That's, that's good. That's good. I like that. Uh, number one lesson you've learned in your life, uh, and that anybody, anybody could. Uh, 
benefit from. Hmm. I'll let you take this one first. I was going to say what you do today determines what you wind up doing tomorrow. So even though it doesn't make sense or you may not see the end goal, it is still better to work your ass off on something Sorry, no, <laughs> on something sorry. that you enjoy I'll need you in that uh, <laughs> could benefit people and benefit yourself at the same time. And so it's kind of not a blind faith, but just kind of trusting your gut and working towards it and not letting anybody tell you no. Okay. I, I, uh, I'm going to summarize what you said like in a little different way and see if you if it if it's what you're saying. It's like doing the job you have right now gets you to where you're not not when I get here I'll do I'll work harder then. Right. But I don't like this job so I'm just gonna hang out. No, like doing that work today and then tomorrow is building better tomorrow. Yeah. So the right answer is always putting in some putting in some kind of work towards the future. It's not sitting and waiting in any one time. So Absolutely. You get there through doing and process, stepping on lesson that forward. lesson. Yes. Yep, at all okay. times. I like that. Yep. I like that. It's probably my life lesson. That's good. What about you? I think uh, I've, I don't know, I mean, I'm a little bit older than you. <laughs> I guess a little yeah. bit, right? Because you're Maybe ancient. Not, <laughs> not much. Um, I'm killing you both in gray hair, though. <laughs> we, distinguished. Just, yeah, distinguished, a distinguished look. I think, I know, I, I've been a big journaler yeah. over the last 12 years. I wish I had that. Yeah, um, that's awesome. And it's interesting looking back over kind of 12 years of journals. And oftentimes, the things that I thought might be a mistake or might be unredeemable, like, oh, like, I'm not sure what to do with this, if you let it sit long enough, you'll see it come back in a different type of way. And so I, I, I mean that in terms of like the failures that I thought I had along the way actually truly weren't failures. There were probably bumps in it, um, but if there were lessons learned, um, it would come back in more beautiful ways. And that's 12 years in. And I, I mean, awesome. and, and again, I think there's, I don't know, I, I look at all these different roads in my story and it's been fun to see it. I mean, it gives me hope for kind of some of these other pieces it's, down the it's, road. Uh, it's understanding and the fact that you've documented that is fantastic and it's a habit that everybody should get into and be able to look back and say like that. That's, that's awesome that you do that. But it's being able to understand that that bump, even though it's really intense, that emotion, I mean, yeah. you know, it, it's very easy, especially when it's your baby, whatever, or whatever you're working on, it's very easy to get emotionally wrapped up and be like, this is awful, whatever. But usually that led to some kind of pivot point that maybe you wouldn't have pivoted then mm -hmm. unless... Yeah. It hurt bad enough, or it was here and there. Like, man, I need we need to do this. Oh man, we need this. But that's and that's like the one thing when you talk to people, it's like, well, just kind of give me the blueprint. I'm like, what I should do. I'm like, yeah, I can it, give you I can give you some guidelines. Yeah. but like, you know, I, I'm becoming more and more convinced that it's not necessarily about the what anymore, yeah. but it's really about the why and the yeah, who. Absolutely. Um, about who you're doing it with. Absolutely. Um, is kind of the, the the model. The whole the whole journey. You know, I mean, my, my mom told me that uh, told me that 15 years ago, 10 years, whatever. She goes, "You have to enjoy the journey." I was yeah. like, "Man, the journey, okay, cool, whatever." But I'll just work really hard, put my head down. I'm gonna buy this course, do this thing, get X results, and then I'll worry about that journey thing. But I'm gonna get hit. I'm like, "No, that's not how it works." You know? Yeah. But um, no, I, that's that's good advice. I like that. What is a piece of advice? And it could be the same thing, but just framed differently, that you would tell your 16-year-old self or 
somebody else's child or your your children, future children, children at that point in time where it's like, look, the kid is only going to listen to one thing I say, you know. Let's let's frame it. One thing I say about you know career, business, achieving goals, having the balance of life, and that kind of stuff. Um, what would that be? I'd say try a lot of things. Try everything you can and weed it down to what you like, what you're good at, and then tackle those from there and sure. see where to go. Um, yeah, kind of having a broad, open mind so lets you know what else is out there and what you do like, but also what you don't like yeah. and what you don't want to waste your time on. Do you think? Do you think people don't try enough? Yeah, I think like they have... like trying meaning like tr- experimenting different things. Again, it's not a drug conversation. This is a, you know <laughs> different <laughs> different activities that they like, whatever. Um, and people, why? Why? I think people can get caught up in certain things and then just get stuck on that, and instead of trying Comfort. other things and yeah, kind of branching out or taking little pieces of this and putting into whatever you're doing. They just get stuck on, oh, I, was, I want to be an Instagram photographer, and that's all they do. Okay. When there are other options, there are other ways to use that, and that may not even be the right way for you to go. Mm-hmm. So try it all, find what you like, and then go after it. I think you have to, first of all, I'm very concerned with people that know what they want to do for the rest of their lives, so when they're 18, <laughs> they're called doctors, or whatever they do. They're called doctors, whatever. I hope so. Yep. I mean, if they're that age and then they're working on me when they're 20 years from now, I hope they were right. You know? And, you know? Uh, but I'm always like, I, and I don't know if this wasn't as popular or whatever, but you gotta, I mean, you gotta know yourself better than, than I, at least I did, or I think most, most of it. 10, for me, I'm 34, so 10, 15 years ago, whatever, you gotta know yourself a little bit better, understand, like, look, and be okay with like, I suck at that. I, how many times do I say I'm not very good at this or I'm not gonna do that, whatever, in our own business? Like, I punch. I'm very openly at Yeah, it's very easy to me. It made what I'm not very good at. Sorry. Right. <laughs> no, I think there are a lot of people that won't do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. a little bar around behind, a little arrow behind Alex is back there hanging out, too. Well, <laughs> well after effect, that there, oh, there he is. Right. Um, and, but I think it's also it's also okay to do things, try it out that you're okay with, and try not to worry about what other people think. Because that 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 was that's got to be that stymies you altogether. Sure. You don't even sure. get a chance to try. But you realize that little shit either. You know? yeah. I mean, I mean, they, they're still trying to figure it out. But it's very easy to forget when you don't feel confident in something and you're not comfortable in it. It's harder to try out those things than you probably should. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you didn't like them, at least you take a piece of them and that kind of stuff. But yeah. I like that. That's good. Yeah. I I tell that to my. 16 year old in- insurance, you know. <laughs> <laughs> <It was> terrible. <laughs> Next week, we'll have an insurance person. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Right. <laughs> all the insurance listeners out there. Um, I, I mean, I hope I wouldn't beat myself up. I mean, like at 16 years old, I mean, I was probably a pretty punk little kid in high school, driving around a Ford Probe, I think is what I had. Oh, yeah, Ford Probe. <laughs> no, yeah. Man. Um, right up there with it. But I think I would, I would tell myself, um, Kind of two things. I think one would be don't let fear drive your decision making. Um, I think oftentimes we're afraid of taking risks or afraid of going in a certain direction not knowing the outcome. Um, I think the second piece would be um, don't take yourself so seriously, especially in your 20s when you're supposed to have everything figured out. Um, 
But you know, I, I probably put a lot, way too much trust on myself in my 20s. Oh, yeah. um, you know, I'm 34 as well, or 33. I'll be 34. I think it's just a matter of, um, you know, having a little bit more grace for yourself and your decisions than people you're me. And I think I, I had some mentors along the way that have told me in your 20s, you know, surround yourself with people that will really invest in you, even more so than the money that you can make or, sure. you know, maybe the benefits sure. of a company. But Try to surround yourself with those leaders that will invest in you. And I've been I've been really fortunate to have mentors and team members and people alongside of me um, to really encourage me along the way. And I think looking back in hindsight, I mean, I want to do the same for people at that age. That's awesome. And I think that would be, I mean, that would be definitely one thing. You know, I, I knowing me, I wouldn't be able to say just one thing. Uh, the the mentor part, understanding like the process, understanding that patience. Patience would be one, right? Yeah. Patience, and that's kind of what you're talking about. Don't be so hard on the long shadows. Yeah. The long, yeah. the long, the long play, right? Um, the fact, the mentor thing is unbelievable. Even like we're things going on that we're working on in our in our businesses and things that we're working on, and I will get some kind of like, well, why are you do that like that? And I can go back to where like I look at like. I don't really know. I don't know. But these mentors who have been there, done that, told me to do it. And honestly, they're a hell of a lot smarter than I am. And I trust them. I've known them a long time. So that's what they're saying. And so anyway, when things, even when, like, when you're questioned socially about pe even people that are like supporting you, you just don't really know what's going on. Or you just, and you, you're challenged a little bit there. Like you kind of default on the person that's been there, done that. Mm -hmm. And they're like a, a metaphoric crush in a way, in a way it's like, oh, well, hey, just leave that guy in. You've got a lot better things to do than yeah. steer me wrong, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Yeah, um, and I, and I found that like, some of the best mentors are the ones that ne might not tell you what to do, but oh, they might yeah. ask you the right question, yeah. and eventually you'll understand your own um, posture on a certain issue or topic sure. or whatever it may be. Sure. And I think, um, you know, having mentors, I mean, that would be something I would tell myself at 16. Like, try to figure out, get, get your mentor. I think I had my first mentor when I was 20. Um, kind of a, a mentor outside, well, back, back, back in college. And I think since then, I've always had at least one mentor who's been 10 years ahead of me. Mm -hmm. And then I've always had one mentor who was like 30 years ahead of me, 30, okay. 40 years ahead of me. So kind of the older um, generation mentor and then someone who's always in that next season above me. Right, so one that, you know, either got married or one that had kids. So I could, you know, like, what would, what would that look like, you know? So, I mean, like, life is way more than just about your business or about oh, yeah. the work you, you know, do, right? Oh, yeah. Um, exactly. And so, you know, you know, even, you know, we have two, two young kids, so how do we navigate that type of startup, right? I mean, that's an interesting, oh, way out of control startup. Right um, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I was at a, uh, uh, a golf gathering of up north in Traverse City this past weekend and I, like on the tee box you can sit there next to each other and a little chit chat whatever and uh, hey what's going on you know I never see these guys so once every couple of years or something like that and every one of my kids I'm like so how's kids like wait you know are you still sane are you can you handle it would like tell me what I need to know whatever like I'm asking everybody about the kid thing right you know like whatever like, yeah it's fine you know yes yeah. whatever but uh, I think it's it's and it's that so it, you could call that the you could call that the current term for it would be like social proof in a way. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, like, all right, that guy's been there, but I don't know. 
Yeah, and I think even just getting the honest feedback from people and say, hey, what would you what would you tell yourself in my situation? Sure. Um, and I think seeing people, I mean, people who have been through life, um, there's a different piece of wisdom there that's more than just facts and knowledge. They might not know the trends of no. whatever is hip or cool. Or, they know this game. They, but, but, they don't know day-to-day tactic, but yeah. they understand the mindset. And oftentimes they've seen stuff like this come and ebb and yeah. flow in the flow. And they, and, and, they, yeah, yeah. and they can see the longer play mm-hmm. uh, more so than someone like, like our generation can see. And so Absolutely. I think gleaning that wisdom from, from those around us is, is huge. And I think Absolutely. ultimately too, it does bless the people um, in the mentor position as well. Um, awesome. That's great stuff. A uh, couple more rapid-fire questions that I did not email them. John, yes. favorite collegiate team in the, our upcoming football season? Michigan State Spartans. Fantastic answer. Yep. I didn't even tell them to say that. <laughs> We're going to the ship. This is a, this is a more challenging question. Still Michigan what, State Spartans. What's the, what's the, <laughs> <laughs> what, what is our record? <laughs> uh, undefeated. Okay, good what answer. Good wow. answer, undefeated. Undefeated. Did yep. <laughs> you put a, just place a bet on that? Not yet. Because the return on that bet is going to be awesome. Astronomical. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Okay. Chris, yourself? Rapid fire. I'm more of a U of M fan. I'm sorry, guys. It's okay. been, right. been my, since I was young. We tried to blend it out. Does Calvin go to the national so we'll, football team? We're going to, we'll call those in yellow for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then burn it. That's All right, right, what's your record going to be then? In oh, man. I think Do people still go to Ann Arbor? Yeah, I would say, I don't know. I would say two losses. Two losses. So we'll, we'll, we'll Michigan we'll, State and Ohio State. Oh, come on now. Right. <laughs> Sorry, i got to get it in. <laughs> All right. Um, oh. Who, oh, here, this, this just came out. Who would win in one-on-one right now? LeVar Ball or Michael Jordan? I gotta go MJ. Yes. He's dunked all over the place. Tongue out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. that guy's gonna be 80 and have a cane and <laughs> smack you with a cane. So you do a turn go. Yeah, yep. gotcha. Gotcha. Go MJ. All day. All right. Any golf fans? Who's winning the PGA Championship? Ricky Fowler. I don't know. Rory. <laughs> Rory. <laughs> Rory. Rory. I like it. Golfers. I like it. <laughs> Boys, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thank you, man. Thank you, John. Appreciate thank it. you so much. What did you guys order? Yeah. Uh, well, yes. What did we order here? Let's let's talk about this real quick. I uh, I ordered the uh, Schumacher Pilsner, and it is food alive delightful. I must say, we didn't drink very fast this episode. I got the Erst Lager, so the uh, Harmony's first ever lager, refreshingly crisp, mm-hmm. balanced brew. I got the Crossroads. Crossroads IPA, yeah. which is nice because oh. it's kind of a rye IPA, but Bone also thugs. sticks to the IPA <laughs> family and bitterness. So. Cute Bone Thug and Harmony. Yeah, first in the morning. All right, boys, thank you so much. That is it for Hops and Handshakes. Do I say anything in conclusion? Yeah, Outro? <laughs> is, this where, is this where we throw our, our beers at the camera? We, yeah, we will. Uh, no, we'll work on this. Next episode, if you watch it. <laughs> oh, Alex, oh, is like, this is, Alex is like, wrap it up, man. Jeez. <laughs> uh.